0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Five Easy Things, the podcast. I'm Yolanda Albergati, your host. I am coming at you live from Golden Ox Studios here in Cleveland, Ohio. So glad to have you on this journey where we discover and explore five actionable tips or hacks to help you live your best life. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button and also leave us a review and let us know how we're doing.
1: A gift of wine is always appropriate, unless the recipient has an allergy and breaks out in handcuffs. To share a wine that you know and enjoy is thoughtfully presented, warmly received, and heartily enjoyed. And best of all, if they serve it, you know you're getting something you love. For this and other sincere advice, Chuck's Fine Wines, in the heart of the Chagrin Valley. Cheers!
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So excited to have you and for you to meet my next guest, Dr. Jessica Rhodes from Juniper Dentistry in Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Dr. Jessica, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So why don't you tell our listeners who you are, what you do, and how they can reach out to you? All right. Well, I'm Jessica Rhodes.
1: I am the owner dentist at Juniper Dentistry. I'm a general dentist, and uh, we are located in the Ravenswood neighborhood of Chicago.
0: Awesome! So I'm excited to have you on because I'll tell you, sometimes dentists get a bad rap. <laughs> 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 but um, having met you and had an opportunity, of course, during COVID times, I haven't had a chance to actually get up to Chicago and see your your space. But I did go out and check it out online, the website. And I love that even your website gives you that zen, ohm feeling of, of comfort. So I'm, I'm super excited to have you on to share some information. So what five things are you going to share with us?
1: So I'm going to share five things about uh, how we can restore or fix your teeth uh, when uh, when we have a problem with them.
0: All right. So jump right in there. Give us number one.
1: So number one, I'd like to talk to uh, what a filling actually is. So we place fillings uh, for a couple different reasons. The major one is uh, if you've gotten a cavity, uh, and that's usually caused by a bacteria in your mouth um, will actually eat away at your teeth over time if they're not uh, removed. And once the cavity is in the tooth, once the bacteria has gotten into your tooth, Uh, We actually have to uh, remove the the cavity from there, remove the bit bacteria, and then what we'll do is we'll place a material into the tooth uh, in that space, so you don't just have a hole in there. Uh, Sometimes you'll also uh, get a you may get a a a depression, a hole, kind of at the side of your gums. That's not necessarily caused by a cavity. Um, but is an area it, it, it's either due to a crack or something like that. And we'll use the same kind of material to uh, patch that hole up as well. Um, the two major um, types of material are uh, one looks very silver. That's called an amalgam. And the other is a more of a white colored filling uh, that we we're seeing more and more uh, as time goes by. And that's called a
0: composite. So I was going to ask you, is that white one more popular now?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it, it is, is. Yeah. it is. Um, it,
1: we've continued to improve upon how it is, uh, put into the tooth, uh, how it's, uh, held into the tooth. Um, and it just, it looks nicer. And, uh, the thing with the silver fillings is they're, they're good. They're, they're a decent enough filling um, but if you get really, really big ones, uh, over time you can see cracks starting to form in the tooth around the silver fillings. Oh wow! Um, so uh, those are oftentimes where we, uh, which will lead to the next uh, type of restoration that I usually get to talk about, um, which w- is crowns. Okay, so that's number two. Crowns that's number two. Number Alrighty. two. Alrighty. So um, c- crowns—they're uh, also sometimes called caps. Um, or um, that's the big one I usually hear. Uh, instead of where a filling fills up the hole, the crown actually uh, encompasses the whole area. It, it it actually fits like a hat on top of the crown on top of the tooth. Um, and we do this uh, if we are worried about having the tooth break. Um, a lot of times, again, if a tooth happens to crack for whatever reason, we'll often need a crown. Um, If uh, the filling is so large that it's going to be more filling than tooth, if we have to replace it, then we're looking at a crown. Um, Because what that can do is hold everything together. It distributes the force more evenly over what's left of the tooth. So we're not worried about some piece breaking off. Um, And sometimes we'll, we'll, you know, we'll see cracks starting to form on teeth. And we'll be like, look, you can have a crown now or you can, potentially break it later down the road and, uh, it may not break well. And sometimes, um, if that happens, um, we may have to go to my next, uh, type of, uh, restoration, which is actually, well, what do you do when you can't save the tooth anymore?
0: Right. Yeah. So, um, so let me, let me say this though. I think what I hear you saying is sometimes, the crown is not just restorative. It's also preventative. So you may have a situation where it's better to get the crown to, to help avoid any future serious damage to the tooth. So.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Because, um, especially in a case where we're worried about uh, a tooth breaking, Mm -hmm. um, we, we can, you know, if, if we take care of that uh, that potential before it breaks, uh, it's gonna be a much better spot than if we wait and see what ha- and wait and see what happens. You know, we might get lucky and it would, might be a, a smaller break and and we can still put a crown on it. And it might be a bigger break and um, we might not be able to save the tooth. So. Wow, okay. So what's a uh, number three restorative? So number three is actually going to be, It is how, so how do we, so say the worst happens and how do we replace the tooth? Okay. Um, there are actually, uh, three ways that we can replace a tooth. And so that's going to be my, uh, well, yeah. So that's going to be uh three, four, and five. Okay. We'll start with, um, we'll start with the, the one that's going to feel most like a natural tooth, which is, uh, an implant. Okay. So what an implant is, is we, we put a, a screw into your bone. Uh, that's going to act as a root for the, to- for the fake tooth above it. Um, and once that uh, screw has healed into your bone, uh, it's made of titanium, which is kind of is the same type of material that you get in like a hip or knee replacement. So it's, okay. it's wonderfully healthy in your mouth. We've, it's, you know, decades that it's, we've been using it in people, people's wow. body. It's fine. <laughs> Um, and, um, but once it has to integrate into the bone, it has to heal into the bone first before we can put the fake tooth on top of it. Mm -hmm. Once the fake tooth is on top, um, you can floss around it like normal. It acts pretty close to a natural tooth. Wow. Um, the big thing you have, there is still some maintenance with it, uh, the, the screw, like your root, uh, still has the potential to get gum disease around it. So it's important to come in um, regularly to get that checked out to make sure nothing's going on with that that bone. And um, it can be a longer process because it typically takes about three to six months for that uh, bone to heal around the, uh, the titanium screw. Wow. Um. And uh, during that time, you may or may not have any sort of uh, t- uh, tooth there, a um, uh, temporary there uh, to chew on. It might just be um, the implant in, in the bone at, at that time healing mm-hmm. in. Um, and uh, that's, that's my favorite, but we do need to make sure that you have enough bone to uh, handle an implant. Sometimes we have to add more bone or, um, you know, do some other procedures to make sure that it's a good site to put that, uh, that screw into the bone.
0: Wow. You can add more bone. Yep. Yep.
1: It it's, um, uh, depending on how we have to add the bone, we have, um, better success than other times, but that that's, uh, bone grafting is a, has come a long
0: way. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. All right. And then what's, what's a uh, number four.
1: So number 4 uh if we if if we don't want to have if we don't have the bone for an implant or um you know maybe uh for whatever reason we we don't want to put the implant in the next best option is a bridge. Okay. So um a bridge is is where we take uh the tooth and and the bridges Have a little less flexibility because you have to have two teeth on either side of the missing missing tooth. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why they call it a bridge. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Got it. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So, in in the way a bridge works is we put a crown on one tooth and a crown on the tooth in front of the space, and then it'll hold a fake tooth in between. Um, The two uh, the two crowns. Uh, we do have to reshape the teeth on either side to accommodate crowns. When we do crowns, um, there's some work that needs to be done in order to be able to fit them on. Um, you're not going to be able to floss uh, like normal uh, around that area. You'll have to that we give you these special floss threaders. If anybody's had braces, you may be familiar with them. Uh, it kind of looks like a little, um, flexible uh, uh, sewing needle almost with the, even with the floss in between it. And uh, you'll be able to thread it underneath the bridge to knock off any um, food or anything that's getting stuck underneath it next mm-hmm. to the gum line. And it's really important that you take really good care of it um, because uh, the teeth on either side, if there's any sort of issue, if we get a cavity underneath those, those bridges, Uh, or underneath those crowns, um, if we start to have bone loss around those, those crowns, the whole bridge needs to be redone. Wow. So um, it is nice because uh, you still have something that's in your mouth. It still feels pretty close to a normal tooth. You can't floss around it, like I said, um, but it's still uh, fairly close to what you're working with. Fascinating. Yeah. Number five, (laughs) number five. Um, the last, so the last option, if, if, you know, bridges don't do it for you, implants don't do it for you. Um, the last option to replace a tooth is to have something that comes in and out of your mouth, um, a removable appliance. Um, Sometimes we'll use those if we are, uh, you know, waiting for a bone graft or something to heal and we are planning on doing something like an implant. Sometimes that is the final um, option. Um, One of the nice things about uh, removable devices is we can have more, we can add more teeth. We can, if if there are multiple teeth missing on multiple areas, uh, we can add more on that uh, appliance fairly easily. Um, but it is something that comes in and out of them, in and out of your mouth. Um, a lot of people don't like that. Um, but I do, I always want to make sure everybody knows what all of their options are, Mm -hmm. um, when I'm presenting treatment. Um, and, uh, and that can, the thing is if we don't do anything, um, you run the risk of having your teeth start to shift. And um, change positions. And then it can be harder to do something down the road if you do decide that, you know what, Uh, I don't like having this space. Now I do want something here, whether it's an implant or a bridge. Um, If we have something holding it in place until then, we have a much better, uh, much better options
0: at that time. So. Awesome. So I have a question. My producer um, prompted me, and it's a great question, actually. How has COVID affected your practice or have you seen a difference?
1: Um, So we, uh, early on, we were, everybody was very uh, concerned about uh, transmission in in dental offices. Um, But uh, what we've found going forward is that with all the the PPE and uh, the precautions that we're taking, um, we, you'll, I like to say, you'll see me in my space suit when, when you come in to see me, uh, I'm gowned up, um, and then I'm in, uh, a face shield, two sets of masks. One is to protect the, uh, KN95 that's underneath, uh, and some, and i I have some glasses, uh, over my eyes, um, and all that is, is to help protect me and to help protect you, um, and the fact is we, we wipe down the room, uh, between patients, uh, at, and we've always done this. We, mm-hmm. you know, we have to wipe down the room, uh, pretty significantly for every patient. And, um, that has been, that hasn't changed. Um, uh, one of the things that I've added to my own office for my own comfort and for my patient's comfort is um, high uh, a very um, high-powered air filtration system?
0: Wow! Uh-huh.
1: That was developed for um, the SARS epidemic in Canada uh, back in 2003, I believe. Um, and uh, that's just to help keep the air circulating. And I know num- a number of offices have added s- similar um, similar things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. There has, I, as of right now, there has not been a single um, case traced back to a dental office from uh, uh, transmitted through the dental office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that owes to to our um, precautions that we were doing and how we've improved them as we go.
0: Yeah, you guys were already being clean. It's it's unlike the people I hear who have been flying and they're saying, Oh, they wiped down the planes. And I'm like, yeah, they should have been doing that all along. All right. What were you doing before? Right. Isn't that scary? (laughs) I do know that you got your first uh, vaccination. So how's your arm?
1: Did It's good. It's better. It's better. It was, it was sore the day after. um, But I kind of expected that, you know, and, uh, and after that it it was, you know, it, it, uh, it got better each day afterwards. And now I don't even feel anything. So
0: it's awesome. Thank you, Dr. Jessica for your time. It's been great and very informative. I'm so glad that you were on tonight. So share again, how the listeners can uh, reach out to you. Uh,
1: yeah. So, uh, again, I'm at Juniper Dentistry. We're in Ravenswood in Chicago. You can uh, look us up on our website at juniperdentistry.com. And if you feel so inclined to email us, we are can be reached at frontdesk at juniper Thank you. Thank you.
0: I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who's been listening to the podcast and showing us mad love and giving us ratings and subscribing and reviewing. I really appreciate your support. And If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing.